Hello, I'm Andrew Tuck and you're listening to Tool Stories on Monocle 24, brought to you by the team behind The Urbanist, the show all about the cities we live in. This week, Monocle's Maylee Evans heads to Britain's only desert to look at one humble cottage and its garden that stands steadfast amongst the shingle. Let's have a listen. If, on a certain headland in Kent, you take a winding road out to sea, you'll pass the towering nuclear power station of Dungeness and a handful of scattered holiday homes. If you continue your journey on foot towards the shoreline and venture far enough onto the barren and windswept shingle, you will pass fishing boats strewn and washed-up jetsam littered here and there. And amongst this desolation, carving a stark silhouette against the horizon, lies a jet-black shack, its windows and door frames rendered a bright buttercup yellow. Welcome to Prospect Cottage. Bought in 1986, the site served simultaneously as a home, studio and a canvas for the late artist Derek Jarman. A filmmaker, writer and activist, Jarman was a Renaissance man, a maker who eschewed the codes and conventions of cinema and opted instead for experimental fare. His titles include the anarchist dystopian satire Jubilee. As long as the music's loud enough, we won't hear the world falling apart. <laughs> and a fictional retelling of the Baroque painter Caravaggio's life. Allow me to introduce the hero of the hour, Michelangelo Caravaggio. Jarman was not limited to the medium of film. He was also a stage designer and gardener too. That becomes very clear when you look at the cottage. Many count the building itself and its garden as a piece of artwork in its own right. The cottage served as a site of escape, a sanctuary for creative collaborators and friends. It performed as a location, featuring in Jarman's fittingly titled film, The Garden. I want to share this wilderness of failure. The others have built you a highway, fast lanes in both directions. A project birthed from Jarman's anguish at the homophobic discrimination he faced throughout his life and the slow response to the AIDS crisis. Jarman was diagnosed HIV positive in 1988. It was news that would cause him to relocate to the cottage, where he fostered its garden until his death in 1994. Despite its closeness to the shore, the shingle beach at Dungeness offers hardly any water. In the arid landscape, any vegetation is subject to direct exposure and fierce winds. In winter, its plants are burned by salt-laden sea spray. And yet, from a desert landscape, Jarman somehow managed to coax roses and crocuses to bloom. The garden is one without a perimeter fence, and so gently dwindles towards the horizon in all directions. Around a clump of elder, a circular rockery of beach-combed flint radiates. The garden at the front is rather formal, but circle to the back of the cottage and you'll find sculptures fashioned from driftwood and found objects. The cottage's window panes are etched with lines of poetry and external wall is flanked with the words of John Donne's poem, The Sun Rising. Busy old fool, unruly sun, why dost thou thus through windows and through curtains call on us? Many have made the pilgrimage to the site to pay their respects or to seek inspiration hoping to glean a little more about the late artist. 
After Jarman's passing in 1994, his long-term companion Keith Collins took on caretaking responsibilities, topping up the canary yellow borders on the cottage frames and an extra coating of tar upon its cladding. With Colin's subsequent passing in 2018, the question remained as to the cottage's upkeep and future. The answer would most likely be a private buyer, and there were fears that the site would be sold to developers who would cash in on the site's credentials, but perhaps pay little thought to its cultural significance. And so a campaign was born. Please help us to secure the creative future of this truly remarkable place. Visit artfund.org prospect to donate. The proposal would be to transform the site into an archive for Jarman's work, looked after by a local arts organisation, Creator Folkestone. A public programme and artistic residencies would open the site up to be enjoyed by many more. The fundraiser was successful, and the future of the humble fisherman's cottage is safe. At a time when so much feels uncertain, Prospect Cottage is a gem not only for its cultural credentials, but for me, representing a beacon of hope. The act of gardening is ultimately one of optimism, of believing in and imagining a future, as windswept and exposed to the elements as it may be. You've been listening to Tall Stories, a Monocle 24 production. Our thanks to Maylee Evans for today's episode. Remember to tune in every Thursday for the full 30-minute edition of The Urbanist. I'm Andrew Tuck. Goodbye, and thank you for listening, city lovers. Listener.